You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, guys? What is up, everybody? Everybody in the club. What's going on? Let's get it, get it, get it. Ow, ow, throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Who is ready to go live tonight? Let's talk about Salt Lake City. Let's talk about New Jersey, the trailer, the reunion looks, all of it. Who's ready? Who's got their wine? Let me know which wine you're sipping on tonight. Tonight I got out. Oh my God, I'm lit like a Christmas tree. Hopefully you're ready for Christmas for Mary Chrysler. Mm. Ah, A little ASMR for the podcast listeners out there. What's going on? Hello, San Francisco. Hello, Zach Pat. What's going on, guys? Yes. Oh, let me grab a wine. Yes, go grab a wine. Let me know if you're drinking some, oh, my God, I'm lit, or some, I always make it nice. We will be doing a members-only live tonight, A our, our after party. We'll be going live and doing an after party after this regular, li- regular live, so stay tuned for that. Oh, you love my radio voice? Hello, and welcome on in to No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you to our sponsor, No Filter Wine, available at nofilterwine.com. 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. Head over to nofilterwine.com right now. Must be 21 or older to order. 13% alcohol by volume, less than a gram of sugar. It is ready, honey. Okay, like I said, go to nofilterwine.com. Members only will be happening tonight. If you're not able to tune in live tonight and you are a member of the Zach Pack on YouTube at youtube.com slash Zach, you can still catch the rebroadcast tomorrow. We'll be doing another unfiltered Q&A tonight. Wine out, living life, ass out, titties out, living life, yeah. Um, I mean, no ass out, no titties out, but... You know, we'll still be going balls to the wall. So stay tuned for that. You can join and become a Zach Pack member now. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a link in the description below. If you're not watching on YouTube, you can always go on YouTube and, and subscribe there. Yay for members only. Yay. So stay tuned for that. MJ bought some badges on the Instagram. Yay. Thank you, MJ. Sorry, the, the Instagram angles and videos a little rough tonight. Um, okay. But I cannot wait to dive into everything tonight. First off, a shout out to Melissa Gorga. Shout out to Erica Jane, both of which have posted about and supported No Filter Wine. They post on their stories. So very excited that I got a little love from Melissa Gorga and Erica Jane. Not Dorinda. So guys, please DM Dorinda and be like, oh my God, did you see Zach Peter launched a wine that says make it nice? Don't you love Zach Peter? Isn't he the bomb.com? Why don't you connect with him? You've been on his show and you guys have DM'd before and you comment on his content and you think he's really funny. I think, you know, you should talk to him and he'll send you some make it nice wine. I'll send her some make a nice one. Um, But yeah, shout out to Melissa Gorga. Shout out to Erica Jane. And all of you guys have been posting. End up, I know you've been posting about the no filter wine. I love it. Evan Real, Josh Roberts, Jeff Epstein, Faces by Bravo. I was doing little wine deliveries. um, And people have been posting about it and posting about when the wine comes in. So thank you guys for the love. Your skin looks great today. Um, Thank you. It feels tired today. It feels like Heather Gay's black eye. That's how my skin feels today. Hey, from Sweden. Hey, Anna from Sweden. I just watched Salt Lake City and was wondering to myself what happened to Heather's eye. First thought was Jen Hitter. Okay, so let's get into that. Let's recap. Come on, Dorinda. Make it nice and buy some wine from Zach. She doesn't even need to buy it. I'll send it to her for free. She just has to, you know, be like, yeah, let's do it, boo. And I'd be like, yes, boo, let's do it. Okay. Also, there's a poll going on YouTube. I'm trying to determine... Oh, my God. Look at Bo. Bo coming on in with the super stickers already. Thank you, Bo. Tennessee. Ooh, we got some Tennessee love up in the house. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Patty. Hi, Pam. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Aaron D. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm new here. Hello from California Central Coast. Love it, DC. 
Oh my God, so much love tonight. I love it, love it, love it. Hi, Ayoko. Okay, so let's start with Salt Lake City, okay? <sighs> I mean, I'm already, like, Salt Lake City is kind of exhausting at this point. So let's, from the top, make it drop, less some wet and gushy. Okay, so we kick things off. Still in San Diego, and here we go again on week 75 of what happened to Heather Gay's eye. At this point, I'm calling it the evil eye since it seems to be, you know, all, all it seems to know how to do is see the good in Jen. So at this point, it's the evil eye, okay? We see Heather, Jen, Angie, Meredith partying it up at 4 a.m. Why are we partying at 4 a.m.? That is way too late in the night and way too, well, actually, it's not too early in the morning because sometimes I wake up in the 4th a.m. hour. Today, I woke up at the 4th a.m. hour, like 4.20 21-ish, and then I was like, ooh, that is way too early. Get your butt back to bed. And then I went to bed, and I was supposed to meet my neighbor to work out this morning, and he told me 6.30 when he meant to say 6.45, which is when we always meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our morning workouts. And I thought that that was rude that I sit there for 15 minutes and wait for him. But it's okay, because I still love him. Um, But anyway, so they were partying at 4 a.m., and then they leave, and then Heather wakes up the next day, and she looks like Jen's future prison cellmate. And she immediately texts Jen and she texts Heather and she's like, oh, or she texts Jen and Meredith and Heather's like, come over. And then Jen comes over and she tries to convince her that spiders laid eggs in her eye. But that story didn't seem to work as well as it does on elderly people. So Heather doesn't buy it. And then Meredith comes in and she is shocked. And this is like the most emotion we've ever seen in Meredith. Meredith, And she was definitely not disengaging. She was very much fully engaged. And she was like, whoa, what happened? And who engaged with your eye? And Heather's like... I know what happened. Or maybe I don't know what happened. Who knows? And you're like, what? Like, what is she talking about? She's like, maybe if somebody wants to cop to what happened to my eye, then I'll say something. But I don't think I remember what happened. But I do remember what happened. But I don't know. Maybe I forgot. Maybe I didn't forget. And everybody's just like shocked and confused. And then she shows the other women and everyone's like, oh, and Whitney's like, oh, and Lisa was like, what happened? Did you get hit by Taco Bell? And she's just like, I don't want to talk about it. I make humor, and humor is the way that I deal with the black eye. And she keeps alluding to the fact that somebody clocked her, and this whole episode is about who clocked Heather, or did she fall, and did Scarlett take a tumble into the bushes like Luann? And then we conclude with all the other ladies talking about Lisa Barlow, because we go ice, or not ice skating, we go, not, it's not rollerblading, what was it? What is it? It's not rollerblading because rollerblading is the is the blade. Um, and Lisa Barlow was very upset or sorry, Whitney was very upset that we weren't rollerblading. We were roller skating. I didn't realize there was that much of a difference. But if to be fair, I used to rollerblade as a kid and I didn't really roller skate until recently. And it was not very fun. But Lisa's just like, you know. They're all talking about her and how she's not the richest bitch in the group because she eats at Wendy's. And Lisa's like, I like Wendy's. And Meredith, at least I don't pop pills like you. My money's just fine. And Meredith's like, I don't talk about you. I don't even know you. And then Lisa's like, Vita Tequila is amazing and so is Wendy's and so am I. And then it concludes with no previews for next week. And the biggest elephant in the room is what happened to Heather's eye. The fact that we've dragged it out for five weeks, considering Jen Shaw is literally awaiting her trial in the season, is wild to me. I'm like, Jen Shaw is literally facing a prison trial where she could go to prison, federal prison, for 50 years. And we're talking about Heather Gay's eye. I still believe that she fell. I don't think anybody hit her. Whitney's way too little, and I don't think Whitney was even around, nor was Lisa Barlow or Dana Banana. Meredith, I don't think, can, t- can throw a swing like that. And Angie K, like, why would she clock Heather? If anybody did it, it would have to be the criminal Jen Shaw, who has a short fuse and a big temper and is known for having outbursts. Why would Heather protect her? I mean, I feel like that's kind of obvious as well because she has an upcoming trial. And, you know, let's not forget, she's innocent. So obviously she's going to try to protect Jen because this could hurt her at her upcoming trial and she's facing 50 years in prison and, you know, we have to give her the best room and we have to do champagne toast and we have to do everything. Exactly. That's why Heather is shutting up until sentencing. I agree, Trevor, but like she hit you. Like what? It was Jen because she isn't out on bail technically. Oh, she is out on bail. That's right. She's out on bail. Um, I think we have to wait two weeks for the next episode. Lame. Why do we have to wait two weeks for the next episode? That I'm pretty sure that's what we have to do, but that's stupid. Um, I think Heather fell. I think, you know, 
the scratches must have been from they were fully they were probably like wrestling and fooling around and being dumb and silly and doing backflips and you know whatever but I think they were all fooling around and I don't think they were actual like attack scratches. I also think production knows exactly what happened. Otherwise they wouldn't be airing it like this. Like they would have had to have done a full holiday invest or sorry, somebody put holiday week and it threw me up. Um, they would have to do a whole investigation. They would have to actually like look into what actually happened. Cause if something, if somebody beat up one of the cast members, that could be a liability on their end. And you know, the, their staff, their, crew whatever it's just it becomes a liability and hr has to get involved and we have to know they have to know what happened they just can't say it they want heather to bring it up and i'm pretty sure at some point by the end of the season we're going to find out what actually happened they have to have some hidden camera footage of something whether it was the actual fall or the actual hit or whatever which is also probably why i don't think jen Shaw did hit heather because i feel like if jen Shaw did hit heather it would have to be on camera and like it would have to be addressed at some point. Production knows what happened. Backflips, Jen and Heather. Yeah, they were wrestling. Um, But yeah, whatever it is, that's why they're playing it out like this because they're going to reveal it at some point. They know what happened and that's why they're alluding to it. And Heather, like, just say it. Like, what do you, what do you, you're alluding to the fact that somebody beat you and battered you and there's only one person that you need to protect right now that's facing a trial and that's Jen Shot. period, dot. You can see that the producers are even getting annoyed with her in her confessionals because, like, she's being annoying. The fact that she wasted so many episodes, the fact that they wasted so many episodes on this, this season is not much better than last season. Heather's insufferable. Her confessionals are, like, pulling teeth and they're annoying and they're like, do you remember? And she's like, I don't remember. And they're like, who are you protecting? She's like, why am I protecting somebody? Who makes you think I'm protecting somebody? I didn't say I wasn't protecting somebody. They have to reveal it first. Shut up. Like, tell us or fuck off. Like, but, like, it's makeup. Nothing happened to Heather's eye. It's a joke. It's not real. You think it's a joke? Girls being silly, scratches on the arms. I don't know if it's a joke. No, because... It's not a joke. There's no ha-ha moment because um, <clears throat> there's no ha-ha moment because when she does Ultimate Girls Trip, remember at BravoCon, they showed, showed us the teaser of what's to come at Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3 in Thailand. Whitney and Heather are on the trip, and in that trip, she talks about the black eye, and she's like, I don't know what happened. Also, makeup doesn't make your eyes swell like that. Like, makeup can make you look bruised, but not... Like, you're not going to cause... Makeup doesn't cause swelling like that. She was probably trying to do some low-budget beauty lab and laser, you know, thing to filler or Botox or something, and her eye got infected. I don't know. My theory is Jen popped her drunkenly, and they shuffled. They shuffled. They do the shuffle, man. Are the confessionals filmed at the end? Because obviously she didn't have it in the confessional. Yeah, they're filmed weeks after these things actually happened. They're, I believe they're filmed throughout the season. They film a few different confessionals. But, yeah. Perhaps the juiciest thing this season so far is they have to drag out this dreadful thing. Yeah. If this is the most interesting part of the season, when one of them's literally about to go to federal prison, like, I'm done. Throw it in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. Do you think the truth will come out at the reunion? The truth will come out. The truth is going to come out. It's just a matter of when and why we're dragging it out so long. It looked totally fake. I don't think it, I don't think it's fake. I think she really. I think she got drunk and fell, and she wants us to believe that somebody hit her because that, she thinks that'll make her more interesting on the show. I'm just like, oh my goodness, you look ridiculous. Seriously, remember when they had to ask who she's protecting, and she said herself, myself. She's so calculated in these interviews. Like, I'm just, I'm not enjoying it. Do you think the reunion will be entertaining at least? I mean, it should be, because if you think about it, most of the content isn't really around Jen Shaw so much. I mean, Heather being a bad, them all being bad friends, Meredith versus Lisa, Whitney versus Heather. It was like BravoCon, right? When they had the four of them, they didn't even have Dana Banana or Angie K or Angie H. None of those three ladies were even at the BravoCon panel. And they seem to have a lot to hash out between Lisa and Meredith and Whitney and Heather. Throw in Dana Banana, throw in Angie K, throw in Angie Harrington. And I think it'll be a decent 
reunion. I don't think it's going to be a knockout reunion, but I think it'll be a decent reunion. And I think all the ladies know that they're going to need to bring it because without Jen Shaw and her theatrics, it's going to have to be somewhat interesting. I do love Lisa Barlow on Twitter right now. She's killing Jen, and I am here for all of it. So after last week's 55-page brief that Jen Shaw submitted to the judge begging for less prison time, and after she made her son and her kids beg for less prison time for her, and she says her family is the most important thing, and she needs to focus on her family right now and be with her family and screw the show. The show's all scripted, and it's edited, and it's all fake, and they're just trying to make her look bad. Well... Apparently, she loves this fake, edited, scripted show because she can't stop talking about it because she went back on Twitter and she's now tweeting at Lisa Barlow and at Whitney Rose telling Lisa to unblock her so that they can have it out on Twitter and then accusing Whitney of being a big MAGA supporter because one of her her friends was at the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. And I'm just like, sweetie, the only January 6th you need to worry about right now is January 6th, 2023, your upcoming prison sentencing day, okay? Get off Twitter, spend time with your family. Isn't that the most important priority for you right now? Not your prison sentence, not all the people you stole from, but your family. She's like, my family is the most important thing ever. So go be with your family. Get the fuck off Twitter. I would think Heather would be more serious about it. This cast needs new blood. Yeah, we just need to shake things up. I think the issue is these women aren't actually friends. You know, they don't actually like each other. It feels like Meredith, Jen, and Heather are kind of in this alliance, but don't have like a deep friendship. I think Jen probably accidentally need her or elbowed her while they, in the eye, while they were wrestling. They were mud wrestling, huh? Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. But I love Lisa Barlow. Okay, can we just like talk about some of these, these tweets? Because Lisa Barlow is going full on savage mode on Jen Shaw. Because Jen Shaw is like, Lisa Barlow, let's talk about this, bitch. Let's go. Come at me. Unblock me. Like, first of all, if you have to beg somebody to unblock you, that's already pretty sad. Um, and Lisa Barlow is just not even bothering with her, not even taking the bait. She, first of all, she posted photos because she was trying to accuse Whitney of being a MAGA supporter because Whitney was hanging out with this one friend. And then Heather Barlow was, or sorry, Lisa Barlow was like, wait a minute, aren't, isn't, aren't these photos of you, Jen Shaw, hanging out with that same friend? And you're going to call Whitney a MAGA supporter for that? Dumb. She also accuses Meredith of making stuff up. She said, I, she, she said that she has her phone records that she posted last season. Um, and she says that she know we all know that Brooks did Meredith's marks Meredith Marks makeup in season one and most of season two. I didn't know that Brooks was doing her makeup. She looked cute though. <sighs> but anyway, um I wanna where are her tweets to Jen Shocks. Those were really funny. She was acting hilarious. Okay, because Jen saw I was like, Lisa, unblock me so we can go because you were tweeting about having me blocked is like saying you're the richest bitch, but crowdfunding in front crowdfunding for your front row jazz tickets. Hashtag Mary was right. And then Lisa responded with the picture of Jen Shaw's beauty business. And she said, that's because uh, we'll always give you all the uh, you always give away all your fake accounts. Ah, you're just sad because not only were all your bags fake, but your businesses were too. I am front row to all of your lies. What's next? A mama joke? Get your fake Labatons little parting gift. And then she posted Shaw Beauty, which we now know was fake. And I'm like, you tell her, girl. You tell her. I'm here for it. Wait, Brooks doing makeup? Yeah, apparently Brooks was doing Meredith's makeup in season one and two because she didn't have actual glam, according to Lisa Barlow. And I'm just like, Brooksy, sweetie. Like, at some point we need to... Um, and then in response to the Labatons, she's making fun of Angie Harrington because Angie Harrington did the, the Bravo after show. And she was talking about, she's like, Labatons. We all love Labatons. Who doesn't love Labatons? She means Louboutins, as in Christian Louboutin, the red bottom shoes. 
They're pronounced Louboutin. Louboutin. I think it's Louboutin. I have I have a couple pairs, but not heels, but like nice, cute red bottom loafers. Um, and apparently Angie Harrington, her elf on a shelf husband, didn't like. I guess she's not that cultured in designer stuff, and neither is Jen Shaw because all her shit was fake. She painted her own shoes red bottoms. LB is finally telling the truth. Lisa Barley is finally telling the truth about Jen. Good for her. Yeah, call her out. Her businesses were fake. Her handbags were fake. Everything was fake. It was all fake. And Lisa Barlow's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm calling you out. You canceled my makeup artist last minute. Girl, that's what you've been harboring for months. Right? Like, isn't there an app for that? Glam Squad? Get on Glam Squad and find yourself a, a Salt Lake City, you know, makeup artist. It's not that hard. Somebody cancels on you. Who painted their shoes? Now, I made a joke saying that Jen Shaw painted her own shoes red bottoms. <sighs> Meredith is just being petty. Yeah, I agree. I really like Meredith, but I'm not enjoying her this season on the show. I like her as a person. Um, but on the show this season, I'm just not the biggest fan. Um, Okay. Let's should we get into the reunion looks? Because some the the so season three is this season three or four? No, this is season three. The reunion looks are out. They're cute. I'm not wowed by them. Um, seems to be a similar color palette to season one, but I mean, let's get into them, shall we? Let's see. Do we have them all? Oh, hold on. I think, do we, okay. I think we are missing. They're cute. It's, there seems to be an orange sort of color scheme to it, um, which I find interesting because it would have been amazing to see Jen Shaw here in the orange color scheme. They're better than last reunion. That's for damn sure. They're just a lot more understated, right? It would have been great, though, since the color scheme is orange, and it would have been amazing to see Jen Sean orange. All right, let's start with Heather Gay. Um, I think this look is awful. Uh, I think, so Heather, it's this long, I want to say it looks like a satin dress. At first, I thought it was maybe like a, a faux leather, like a pleather that she's, I almost said squeezed into, that she put on. Um, but it looks more like a silk or maybe like a satin material. I just think the color of it, it's a little too spray tan. So it it blends too much in with the her skin toner. So to me, it just makes her look very washed out. And it's all very blah to me. Like there's nothing that pops about this look at all. She does have some green heels on with a little white trim bow. The shoes I think are kind of cute, just not with this dress and not on her. The shoes in this dress together, I think they look awful. I'm not a fan of it. I think this look overall, not good. It just washes her away. Um, we have Whitney. Whitney looks hot. I think she looks incredible. The bubbies look great. She's in this very understated satin, pinkish, maybe salmon-ish colored dress. She's showing, lot, showing lots of boobs. Uh, she's got like a little slim strap. High slit up the, the leg, up one leg. It's a really pretty dress. It's a little understated for me. So it's not like, wow, va, va, boom. I'm loving it. Um, I'm not McLovin' it. I just think it's it's kind of simple. It's cute. But to me, it feels like a retro, real housewife sort of dress um, for like, I don't know, real housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills circa, two, circa season three. Then we get into Meredith. I think Meredith looks hot. Um, it's a very interesting photo that they used for Meredith because the other ones look like they were professionally taken by like an onset photographer, but Meredith looks like it was taken on an iPhone and run through Facetune. Um, but she looks incredible. She's wearing like this velvet dress. It's kind of like a pinkish, greenish sort of color. Very simple hair. I'm not jazzed because it kind of feels like a nice dinner dress. You know, like we're going out to eat at Catch tonight. It doesn't really feel like a reunion dress, but it looks incredible. Her body looks incredible. Makeup on point. I don't know if Brooks did it. If he did do it, like props to him because it looks incredible. Then we get to Lisa Barlow. And Lisa Barlow, 
also very similar to how I feel about Meredith's dress. It's nice for like a steakhouse or a hot dinner date with John Barlow, right? It's a cream dress. Look, lots of cleavage um, below the knee, very simple hair. Everyone has very simple hair this season. So to me, it's not wow, but it's it's hot. It's cute. Like if my wife were going on a nice date with me tonight at the steakhouse, like I would want her to wear something like this so that everyone else can be I could be like, yeah, that's my smoking hot wife. She looks hot. It just doesn't give me reunion. Right. It's just a little basic. Then we get into Angie Harrington and Angie Harrington's outfit not giving, right? She looks like a figure skater. She's wearing, it's an orange dress, but it's very shiny with like fall leaves um, all over with cutouts on it, long sleeves. I don't even know if I like this dress. It's not my favorite. It feels very like, you know, threw this together for a fall pageant and mom made it with Michael's crafts and some Joanna's fabrics. It doesn't really wow me. Like, none of these dresses for the reunion make me, like, wow, that's great. Wow, she looks incredible. Wow, this is high fashion. Wow, her hair looks great. None of them are delivering a look. It's all very simple. Then we have Dana Banana. And Dana Banana looks like, you know, a warrior princess. I think she definitely tried to bring it. She's the one that definitely brought the most. It's big. It's bold. She's orange head to toe with a very long draped orange cape behind her. All one color. She's got a little embellishment in her hair like Dorit. She finally seems to have dyed her gray roots, which I remember everybody on Twitter was dragging me because I said, they were like, what would you change about the Salt Lake City cast next season? And I said, I would dye Dana's hair. And apparently she took a clue and she dyed her own hair. And that, see, everyone dragged me for saying that I would dye her hair. She's still a beautiful woman. I just think she looks even more beautiful, you know, with a little root touch up. Get a little color wow from Sephora. Boom. Make it rock. I don't love this look. It's just, it's a little, it's trying a little too hard. And then in comparison to all the other women, especially when you're a friend of, like when you're a friend of, you can't come in and try to do va va voom. Oh, hi, Erica's in the live chat. Hey, Erica. Hey, girl. Cheers. Oh my God, I'm lit. A few of us are drinking. Oh my God, I'm lit. And to be your drinking, I'm lit, right? Oh my God, I'm lit. Beyond belief. Like a Christmas tree. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So Dana Banana's look, not my fave. It just, you don't see anything. Like she's all one, it's all one color, head to toe, cape, shoes, everything. You get no skin. It's covered up to her neck. It just, I feel like it was trying to be a moment and it fell flat. And then we have Angie Harrington and hers is the final. Oh, uh, that's not Angie Harrington. Here's Angie Harrington. I think Angie Harrington looks hot, right? I think but the outfit is a little costumey. It's all gold, almost kind of like gladiator, war, gladiator, warrior, princess up top, and then kind of like draped with like a a, a curtain on bottom. Simple curled hair. I feel like I w- this look would have been a little better had she done like a crown or you know something just that made it look a little more Greek goddess. Because I feel like, you know, she definitely brought that in this week's episode. She wants to show her Greek roots. So I feel like she was kind of going for like a Greek goddess direction, but didn't fully hit the mark. I feel like a crown would have really just kind of tied this look all together. And I think she would have looked bomb. She does look great. She does look hot. Um, She looks like I bought your husband a birthday party, Jen Shaw. And you conned me out of my money, but I'm still a rich bitch. This is Utah fashion. I lived there, and this is Meet the Queen for Utah. Interesting. Katana wins. We will have to see what they look like on camera. I did see the the Bravo, I think, posted like an Instagram reel where we kind of see a little bit of what their dresses look like outside of the photos. So... Interesting. I'd like to hear Storm Doris's dress opinions. Is Storm in the live chat tonight? Maybe a little different on film. Yeah, I believe they do look different on film, and that's why I'm curious to see what they're going to look like. Um, I think Meredith's will photograph really well. I don't think Heather's dress is going to look good on camera, just, again, the coloring. And because I saw the video and Heather in the video, not wow. So we'll see. The, The photos and the video always look very, very different. 
Meredith's color looked the best per the pics. Yes, but it's also hard because you can tell Meredith's photo is very, very filtered. Very, very filtered. Okay. Final thoughts about the reunion dress. You got to go up for that one. I got to go up where? Oh, did Storm comment on the reunion dress? No, I don't think Storm's even in the live chat tonight. Hi, Coffee Buzz. Hi, Russ Davis. But yeah, I think all the dresses are just a little too simple, at least in comparison to last year, right? Like last year, Meredith brought the big feathers. Jen had the big Emperor's New Groove vibe going on. So it just, it wasn't giving. It is, is it better than last year? I mean, it's different from last year, that's for sure. Mallory is drinking I'm Lit with some vodka and cranberry juice tonight. I love it. Is the, is the I'm Lit in the vodka with cranberry juice? This is like a good base. It's really strong, so I would suggest a little soda water if you're going to put some vodka in it. But it's a cute vibe. Like, I would do soda water, splash of cranberry, splash of no filter rosé, shot of vodka. Boom. Perfect little hot. Christmas cocktail right there with some fresh cranberries in it. Maybe some frozen cherries. Love frozen cherries. Those are the bomb.com. And you got a, a cute little and a little rosemary twig. Solid. Solid. I think that's a great cocktail right there. Mallory, take notes. Sis, I want a picture of you sipping on some of your cranberry cocktail with the no filter rosé. Very appreciative that there were no feathers for sure. But feathers are cute. I like feathers. I don't mind feathers. Ooh, yeah. Thank you, Shelly Lewis. The best T-Zach. Thanks, Shelly, for the super chat, super sticker. Okay. Should we move on over to Potomac? Potomac was a little boring for me this week. It was a little slow. The main focus was Giselle and Robin's little show which sadly was just very tragic. Like, nobody was there. They got a big theater. Nobody was there. And I was like, why? Even Adam and I were able to sell out our shows, okay? We did three shows, three different cities. We were able to sell our tickets, and none of our rooms looked as sad as Robin and Giselle's. And they're on television right now, mind you. Like, here's the thing. Go with the smaller venue. Do not go... If this is going to be your your first show, one of your first shows, like, it's better to go with the smaller venue... And sell it out and then tell people that your show sell out. I mean, we were even taking a gamble by going with the bourbon room because the bourbon room sat 200 people and we were scared. We were like, oh, my God, are we going to be able to fill a room with 200 people? And that was our first show, you know, and so that was a little worrisome. But that was our first show to actually sell out, which we are very happy with. We are very grateful for. Oh, DC Babos. DC Babos just became a member of the Zach Pack. Welcome on in, DC Babos. Woo woo. Robin said they made fourteen. I thought Giselle said they made fourteen thousand dollars, and that's a lie. I can tell you right now, that is a stone cold lie. They did not make no fourteen thousand dollars. They sold like twenty five tickets. Okay, first of all, comp the tickets, give them away, do local radio shows and give away tickets, right? Do five different shows the week of the show or the week before. Do two tickets a giveaway every single time you do it. Do podcasts, do Instagram lives, give away tickets, give away tickets, give away tickets. I don't think we gave away any tickets to our show. We upgraded from GA to VIP tickets. Those are the only tickets we did for our tour. But like that was only because the tickets kept selling. They kept selling out. I was very surprised that their room was so empty. Even Robin, or not Robin, Karen was like, wow, there's a whole 15 seats in between each guest. And I was like, mm, yep, Karen with the shade. Are Giselle and Robin even popular enough to do live shows? No. Their their show was awful. They had over 100 VIP tickets. One, way too many. Like, you need to cap that. Like, 100 should be the max VIP tickets that you have, right? You always want to sell out of VIP and then create demand for it. Always have a low amount of VIP. Sell it out. That way people want more. And then you can do more of those upgrade tickets later on like Adam and I did. Love you, Zach. Needs Need to go. I'm sick. Oh, I'm sorry, Anna. Have a good night. Sending you love, my dear. Happy, uh, Merry Christmas. It's on Peacock, Stacy. What's on Peacock? Lots of love from Sweden. Oh, Sweden. Love it. The room was so empty and half of them were friends and family. Yeah. How much were their tickets to make 14000 They also said they had no sponsors because that, that was my other thought was, okay, well, if 
like you don't make money off of ticket sales, period. Ticket sales always barely cover event expenses, event costs, right? There's no way there was a profit of $14,000 if they didn't sell out all of their tickets, nor did the, it was $160 for a general ticket, $600 for VIP. That's insane. That's literally insane. Lala Ken's tickets were expensive when she did her tour and she still sold her shows out. Spilling Tea was packed. So lucky to snag a VIP. Thank you, End Up. Like I said, we're going to do another show June 15th here in LA. So mark your calendar, guys. Plan to be in LA this upcoming June. Their stock has fallen considering their behavior on the show. I don't think anybody listens to their show. I don't think their show's that exciting or interesting. Didn't Mia or was it Jacqueline? One of them even bought their own tickets. <sighs> were the friends free? Yeah. Oh, me. Okay. So it was me. And me is the one she said she, yes, they were free, but she's like, no, I still bought my ticket because I wanted to support. Maybe they made 1400. I mean, if they profited 1400, I would still be surprised. I really would. There's no way. Nobody, if the VIP tickets were $600, there's no way they sold that out. I would be shocked if like, there's just, there, there wasn't even free popcorn. I agree. Go with the small intimate venue Cap it at like 100, 150 people. No more than 200 people. Like 200 should be the absolute max. Cap it. Sell it out. Be like, look at these shows sell out. Then you can move on to build demand and then move on to bigger and better venues. It's not that hard. They clearly said 14,000. Yes, they did. And that was a, a stone cold lie because... I know what it takes to run an event. I know how much it takes to to produce an event. Like it just that there's no way your first event is going to profit $14,000 without a sponsor and without selling out your tickets. No way. Have you listened to their podcast? I haven't. I honestly haven't cared. Um, but regardless, their show, like it looked a little sad. Their podcast is boring. The live show did not look interesting. Like housewives, when they do live events like this, you got to do like an evening with the housewives, right? Where it's like you and a couple of other housewives and you guys are spilling tea because people will show up for that. They'll show up for more than one reality star and they'll show up for you to talk about it. Or you got to create an experience. They sold merch. Would that help? I mean, merch would help. But here's the thing. You don't make a ton of money off of merch because you have to produce the merch. And usually when you produce merch, you have to mass produce merch. So you don't want to just it's uh, it's you have to invest more money to have a bigger inventory. That way, the cost per unit is a lot smaller. Right. So if you're just buying five shirts that are a small and five shirts that are a medium and five shirts that are large that you're going to sell your live show, that's going to cost a lot more money for them per shirt versus if they did, if they bulk purchased a hundred small, a hundred medium and a hundred large, right? The cost per unit will go down. I highly doubt if, if they did buy a lot of bulk, then they have a lot of inventory because there weren't a lot of people there to buy it. And also, you don't make very much off of merch. You just don't. You have to pay to to you have to pay for the the raw supplies. You have to pay for the printing. You have to pay for the shipping. Um, all of that stuff. So they're lying. Didn't they say they have over a million podcast listeners? Yeah, and it took them long enough to get there. Teddy and Tamara, Brandy, like I have. Well, trust me, we're like it's. Yeah. Um, Robin has a warehouse full of hats. Yeah. And she's invested a lot of money in that. I am very curious how the hat business is going and how many people are buying hats that often. You could go to two to three concerts for one of their tickets. Exactly, Sarai. Exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think like you either need to do like an evening with the housewives where you spill tea about the housewives or you do an experience like Christmas with the Countess. Merry Christmas, Zach. You're an icon. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, thank you, my love. I appreciate that. H-H-A, yes. D Christmas with the Countess. Like, that is worth the experience. It's a variety show. You get performances. It's professionally produced. You know, it's something more interesting. This episode of Potomac was boring. Not interested. Um, the New Jersey reunion, or not reunion, the Jer Jersey season 13 trailer dropped. Curious what your thoughts about it were. Did we like it? 
Did we not like it? How are we feeling about it? Some people really liked it and were really looking forward to it. For me, it looked good, but it also just kind of felt like the same thing again. Joe and Melissa versus Teresa. Teresa's in her love bubble. Don't pop her love bubble. She's happy with Louie. There's a rumor about Teresa, about her cheating. We didn't get a whole lot of that. Um, To me, it was just a little... Oh, I'm about to get a drink and smoke. Okay, JC, you need to get some no filter wine, my love. Hi, Danielle. Thank you for the... Thank you for the badges on the Instagram. Woo woo, Danielle Brass Dutch. Get it, girl. Get get it, girl. Wait, who saw Melissa making out in the car? Unclear. Someone saw it and told Margaret, and then Margaret apparently told somebody else, and it came out on the show. But to me, it's just like, haven't we heard the rumor about Melissa? These rumors about Melissa. She was a stripper. She was this. She was that. Like we've heard the storyline has already been about. Rumors about Melissa cheating on Joe. That was what, season four, season five? Where I think it was season five where that rumor came out. And her friend's like, there was a rumor that you were cheating on Joe. It's too much deep-rooted jealousy. It is. And it's kind of just like we're on the wheel again. We're doing this again. Okay, I'm sure it'll be good. But it's just um, everyone manif- manifest Zach being able to get Erica on for an interview in the new year. She deserves a platform over some of the felons that have one all the time. We want we want to hear from her. Yes, I believe that will happen. I think it's really just a matter of timing. Um, I think, you know, she's trying to focus on getting through her legal battles right now, and I think that should be the focus for her. I agree. Some felons do get a lot of airtime on some platforms that is maybe a little unnecessary, especially since all they do is lie they go on interviews and then they just lie and try to convince that they're innocent when they're guilty and they're telling the judge something different. Um, and that's all shade to Jen Shaw. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Remember that weird dude came up to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. You swear. Yeah, we've already seen this all before. It's like recycled bits from other storylines. And it's. I'm curious to see what we're going to get with Jersey moving forward. Listen, it looks like it's going to be spicy and there's going to be drama. But it also just kind of feels like we've seen all of this before. You know, Zach, did you talk about who bought her earrings? Oh, my God. Are we going to talk about the earrings? <sighs> I didn't want to talk about the fucking earrings because I'm so mad about the earring thing. But I guess let's talk about it because Erica actually was briefly on Teddy's podcast, Two Teas in a Pod, which Teddy did give me a little mention because she was like, I was on unpopular with Zach's podcast. And I was like, girl, you know the name of my podcast. It's no filter. But obviously I'm, you know, good friends with Jacques and, you know, people love Jacques and I. And so, you know, it's an easy mix up. Got it. But I'm also like, girl, like you were just on my show. It's called no filter with Zach Theater. But I did get a mention and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for Teddy. I sent her some wine. Hopefully she's enjoying the wine. Um, did send her some, but grateful for the mention. But anyway, she was talking about the earrings because the earrings ended up getting purchased by none other than Ronald McDonald himself, Ronald Richards. Sorry, not Ronald McDonald. His name is Ronald Richards. He doesn't like when I call him Ronald McDonald, so I apologize, Ron. I don't mean to call you Ronald McDonald. It slipped. It was an accident. Um, don't come for me, please. But so he ended up buying the earrings and then his wife ended up taking a photo and posting them. Lauren Boyett, she posted them on her Instagram account, which was previously private and is now public. She has now made her Instagram account public so that there's open access so that everyone was able to see this. She also tagged Ryan Bailey. She tagged the real Andy of Beverly Hills. She tagged, I think, Bravo OMG or some other Bravo account. I was just like, really? Really, we're going to tag all of these accounts so that everybody can see that we bought the earrings. First of all, sweetie, you're some Kmart version of Erica Jane, and you bought some discounted diamonds because your man didn't want to pay full price for them, okay? You paid, what, 300 k for them? I think it was 312 for what they ultimately sold for with the buyer's premium. 
Listen, I think it's cute that Ron actually put some money into this. It's not going to any victims. Let's be clear about that. That's not where the money's actually going. But like how desperate, how gross and single white female are you that you have to pull stunts like this? First of all, you claim that these are blood diamonds, right? They were bought with bad money. They're blood diamonds. They have bad juju, whatever. You still bought them. You're still wearing them. The money's not going to the victims. So at this point, like you just, you look desperate and you look sad and you look pathetic and anybody clapping for them and being like, oh my God, yes, they got the earrings. What are you clapping for? They're making a parade out of all of this. They're making this into an entire circus show and we're front row to this circus show. It's gross. It's pathetic. She posted it on her her now public Instagram account and she's like, should I remove Girardi from them? Like gross. Like first of all, like it's just, it's gross. It's literally gross. They're so thirsty. They want attention so bad and they're so desperate for it. And it's also just like, how obsessed do you have to be that you have to constantly insert yourself into things related to Erica? He keeps trying to get on cases to go against Erica. Like, fine, if you want to be a Twitter troll and you want to tweet about her in the cases and you want to put your legal expert opinion on it, fine. Do that, you know? But like to then go off and try to jump on every single lawsuit that you can slime your way into. The trustee fired you, or I'm sorry, like a housewife, you parted ways amicably. You know, there's the clarification. But it's just like, and now Lauren wants to join in the chat and Ron's like, I'm buying her these earrings because she deserved it after how mean Erica's been to her and Erica's been so awful and oh, she's the worst. I'm just like, first of all, let's back that train up, okay? Park it and let's talk about that. Because Lauren is no innocent victim, okay? Lauren Boyett Richards is now public on Instagram posting these and tagging Ryan Bailey and Real Andy Beverly Hills and all these other people, right? She's thirsty. She wants the attention. Second of all, she is not innocent because I remember a couple months ago when she was all up in my YouTube comments calling me nutzack because she didn't like that I was calling out her husband. And again, I've never attacked Ron unwarranted. I've always called out his speculation. I've always called out his vague insinuations. I've always called out the half-truths that he likes to put out on the internet and the things that he wants people to believe without fully, you know, being honest about everything, right? He alludes to things. He operates in vague speculation. I call him out for it. Lauren wasn't happy about that. So then she comes up into the into my YouTube comments and starts calling me nut Zach and trying to drag me in the comments. So then I, I'm like, okay, sis, you want to play? Let's go. And so I start drink, bringing her into the conversation. And all of a sudden, Ron's blowing up my phone. No, 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 don't talk about my wife. She's innocent. She's not trying to do anything. Your wife is not innocent. Your wife is thirsty. And she got some some not, some not Ross diamonds is really what she got. She didn't even go to TJ Maxx. She went straight to Ross, got these diamonds on clearance, and is rocking them as if, you know, she got it like that. Sis, back up, okay? Just because you're used to your Walmart diamonds that Ron normally buys you. Probably going to get an email tomorrow about this. It's fine. Feisty Zach is sexy, is it? She also went after Erica a couple. Everyone loves to forget that. Lauren is no innocent little angel in all of this. She's a thirsty single white female. With yes, exactly, Tina. Walmart diamonds. He didn't buy the property that they were going to buy. Thank you, JC. Remember, he was gonna buy the house, and I guess the house was a little out of budget. Cease and desist. Denise and assist is coming. Zach speaking the truth tonight. Zach speaks the truth every night. And the thing, too, is it's like, now you guys got me fired up. The thing, too, is everybody wants to go and clap, 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 clap. Oh, my God, this is amazing. They bought the diamonds. They put the money on it. They put some respect on the diamonds name, blah, 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 blah. They're making a circus out of that. And everybody that's out there giving them snaps, this is why I didn't want to cover it on the show. And then it came up in the live chat. And now you got me fired up about it. But it's like. We're all now making a circus out of this shit. We're turning this entire case. We're forgetting that there are actual victims involved in here. And it's just like we're forgetting the reality of the circumstances and of all of this. She got the diamond earrings because her husband is obsessed with another woman. Exactly. I would not want diamonds knowing that my husband is obsessed and jacking off to some other woman. I wouldn't like to me, that would be gross. Why would I want some other bitch's earrings? If I know my man is subscribed to her OnlyFans. Obviously, Erica doesn't really have an OnlyFans. But if my man were subscribed to some bitch's OnlyFans, I wouldn't want her lingerie. I wouldn't want her panties. I wouldn't want her earrings. I wouldn't want her jack shit, especially if it was bought with blood money. 
Hello. She's like a crazy neighbor. Exactly. She is like a crazy neighbor. Exactly. I would never wear them. Throw them in the garbage. Why do you want them? Literally, why do you want them? To parade on Instagram? Cute. Get some likes, girl. What the fuck? How does someone who can't run an alarm company get free wine and not someone like me, a Gemini who needs lots of attention? Um, excuse me. Teddy does not run a... Teddy's husband runs the alarm company and it's doing just fine. We talked about it on the podcast. I didn't realize this comment was up. David, that wasn't very nice. But thank you for the super sticker. I do appreciate that. Um, And she gets free wine because I actually like Teddy. I enjoyed having her on the podcast. I enjoy... Like, I like Teddy. I actually like Teddy. Some people think she's boring. That's fine. You can think that she's boring. I actually found her quite a delight. And I told her I was going to send her some wine. And I did send her some wine. Um, I hope she gives me a little shout out on the Instagram. Is his wife related to Dana Wilkie? This is screaming Dana. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about Dana. We're not even going to go there. Teddy, someone I can hang with. I love the Teddy. Yeah, see, thank you guys. If I purchased them, I would have chopped them up and sold them off, not wear them. Exactly. I mean, clearly if we're buying discounted diamonds, like, why wouldn't you resell them? Make a profit off of it. Why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I want to know. Lion that just sexing me. Don't you think the clown is thinking about Erica when the lights go out? Uh, yeah. Chopped up diamonds with what? Like, sell them is what they mean. Um, okay, Brandy Glanville is outing some of Eddie's affair. You should order is so yummy. You should order it's so yummy. What should I order? What's so yummy? Wine? My wine? My wine is so yes. Muddy Grace. Yes, girl. Teddy is letting the success of her podcast go to her head, as she should. She's in the top. Bethany brags about her podcast every other week. Ronald Richards must be a joke. Yeah. Zach got me laughing today. Okay. Um, okay, Brandy Glanville is outing Eddie Cibrian, her ex-husband's affair with Piper Parabo. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? Piper Parabo. Brandy Glanville was just on Page Six's virtual reality podcast. And our boy, Evan Real, was on there. And he's like, Brandy, I know you're a Coyote Ugly fan. And Brandy was like, um, you know who is ugly is that C-U-N-T Piper Parabo. And Evan's like, ooh, what? You're not a fan of, of Coyote Ugly? Why not? What What's going on with Piper? Give us the tea. Does she, does she beat up Cole? Is she fighting with Phoebe or Paige? What's going on? And then Brandy's like, Piper hit on Eddie while I was married to him. We had a one-year-old child, and she hit on him right in front of me. That bitch. And apparently the crew ended up spilling the tea and telling her that Eddie and Piper were secretly banking on set or like during set, when they were filming, not when they were filming, but like, you you know what I mean? And then Brandy's like, yeah, so she is awful and she's a see you next Tuesday and I want nothing to do with her and I don't want to watch Coyote Ugly because I think she's ugly. And then Eddie came out and he's like, hold up, wait a minute. Nope, that did not happen. Never happened. Brandy's drunk again, drinking and tweeting. He's like, but this Christmas should be fun. Can't wait to see Brandy. Can't wait to see Brandy. And he's denying it. Brandy, I don't think, has responded since he came out and publicly denied it. I don't think Brandy ever, like, saw them. But he's doing a whole shaggy, it wasn't me. He's doing the whole Jen Shaw, I'm innocent. I think it happened. I think Eddie and Piper, at minimum, maybe they didn't bang. But I think at minimum, they must have, like, made out. And, like, he grabbed her butt at some point. Like, there's no way they kept it totally platonic. Knowing how much he was fooling around with other ladies, I feel like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Mm -mm. But curious if you guys think. Brandy is a truth bomb. Yes, but I also think Brandy doesn't have proof. I think somebody told her or alluded to it, and so she's repeating what she was told. So I believe Brandy's telling the truth in the sense that this is what she was told. And I'm just blunt. I don't have the time for fuckery anymore. I know that's right, David. 
Zach, are you reviewing Real Housewives of Miami? As a matter of fact, I am reviewing Real Housewives of Miami. But by the way, guys, if you want to check out the Brandy interview, um, Evan and Danny did a great job. You can check out Brandy Glanville. The full interview is available on Page Six's Virtual Reality Podcast. That's the Virtual Reality Podcast. Go and subscribe and support them. Um, a couple of you guys are asking about Miami in the live chat. Yes, I am recapping Miami. I do a Real Houses of Miami. Miami weekly recap that's available on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. It's me and my girl Chelsea Stark Jones. Anybody that used to listen or watch us on Afterbuzz way back in the day, it's a little blast from the past. Me and Chelsea together again. We used to recap Real Houses of New York way back in the day. So be sure to subscribe and listen to the Ringer Reality TV podcast. It's available for free on Spotify. Every Tuesday, we do a recap of Real Houses of Miami and break down the latest Real Housewives of Miami news on Peacock. I also did recaps for the Kardashians. I'm going to be doing recaps for Netflix's The Circle. And then starting in January, I'm going to be doing recaps for The Traders, which is Peacock's new competition reality series. Kyle Cook from Summer House is on it. Brandy Glanville is on it. Reza Farhan from Shaza Sunset. Kate Chastain from Below Deck. Ari from The Bachelor. A few Big Brother contestants. Really great cast. That'll be coming next week. But every Tuesday, tune into the Ringer Reality TV podcast on Spotify, available for free. We do a Real Houses of Miami recap. We talk about this week. We talk about Ed, uh, Lenny. We talk about Lenny calling out production and saying that, you know, he's not as bad as they're trying to make him look and that Lisa's just getting a good edit so that she looks innocent on the show. Boom. So... The Ringer Reality TV Podcast. It's available on Spotify right now every Tuesday. Catch a recap with me and Chelsea and then catch a recap of The Circle every Wednesday starting December 28th. And then we will be doing recaps of Traders in January. And we also have some fun interviews with Brandy Glanville, Reza Farahan, Kate Chastain, Ari. Um, who else did I interview? Kyle Cook. So lots of fun interviews that'll be airing on the Ringer Reality TV podcast in the new year. So stay tuned for that. I'm watching Real Houses of Miami after this. Yes, there's a new episode out. So stay, there'll be a new recap coming up this upcoming Tuesday. Um, yeah, so yes, there will be Miami recaps, just not on No Filter. Just those will be on Ringer Reality TV. Um, and then book club is still going to be happening every Tuesday, but I want to rename book club. I don't want it to be called book club anymore because we no longer, it was originally Bravo book club. That's what we started. We did Erica Jane. We did Dorinda's book. We did Margaret's book. We did Stassi's book. We did Lala's book. We did, uh, not all diamonds and Rose. We were doing all the books, right? And now we don't do Bravo books anymore. We've divvy out of just Bravo books because we did like Holly Madison's book. We did Matthew Perry's book. We watch Secrets of Playboy. Right now we're doing the Meghan Markle and Harry Prince Harry documentary on Netflix. So since it's also no longer Bravo specific, but we're doing books and documentaries, I want to rename it. I'm curious what you guys thought about these two final names. I asked you guys for suggestions. Uh, book Club is my fave. Thank you. But we're going to rename Book Club since we're no longer just doing books. I love when you branch out with Meghan and Harry and Matthew. Thank you, Alicia. Short guys are the best, are they? I'm short. I just logged on, but can you talk gossip instead of your schedule? We were talking gossip for a full 45 minutes, blame Joe. If you were here earlier, you would have caught the full 45-minute recap of all the gossip that you missed. You're catching the last five minutes, my love. I appreciate that you tuned in, but we did talk gossip for 45 minutes. You're late to the party. Um, okay. Renaming Book Club. And so we've come up with two final names. One of them is Weekly Reality Recap, and the other one is the Zach Pack Weekly Unpack. So let me know which one you like, Reality Recap or Weekly Unpack. You can vote on YouTube, or you can mention in the live chat here as we wrap up tonight's live. If you're listening to this on the podcast, definitely be sure to leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. I do love your reviews, and it would be a wonderful Christmas gift. If you can't buy some no-filter wine, then you can leave me a, a review on Apple Podcasts, and I would be oh so grateful. Okay, everybody likes Weekly un Unpack. Unpack. I actually think that's kind of fun, the Weekly Unpack. Unpack with Zach. Yeah. I love Zach Pack Weekly Unpack. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah, nobody... Nobody's voting. Well, Jesse voted for Reality Recap. I just feel like Reality Recap is also kind of 
laid out, right? I feel like unpack is a little different because we're literally unpacking a book. We're unpacking a documentary. We're sifting through. We're doing fact versus fiction. We did the Casey Anthony documentary. Right now we're doing the the Harry and Meghan documentary, which I uploaded onto the podcast. I'm curious if you guys like that. Weekly unpack is at 71%. Okay, so it looks like we're going to be calling every Tuesday will be the Zach Pack weekly unpack. There is a poll. It made me vote. Okay, David, thank you for voting. Um, I just wanted to boost a little more engagement for the people that can't vote because they're on Instagram. David, I will say it, especially after a few ones. I like saying it. The weekly, Zach Pack Weekly Unpack. Boom. Unpack with Zach every Tuesday. You got me hooked last night, Zach. Oh, yay. You listened to it. You listened to the Meghan Markle one. Well, I'm glad. Okay. I like the poll. Extra fun. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to be doing our Zach Pack members only. Stay tuned. Members only is starting right after this. So if you are a member on YouTube, you can always join. Go to youtube.com slash If you are already a member, you will get a notification when we go live. Unfiltered Q&A. We're pulling the wine out. We're getting Liddy City. I'm, ask, I'm answering Ass out, titties out. I'm answering all of your questions. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can still tune in. You can go to youtube.com slash justplainzach, and there you can catch the replay tomorrow. Available on youtube.com slash justplainzach for members only. Join the Zach Pack. It's F-U-N. All the F-U-N leading into Christmas. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, smash that like button. Hit it to show some love. Let me know that you're enjoying the content. And, and stay tuned. Lots more to come. Oh, I feel like my arms are getting a little... Look at my waist. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. This one is a lot more toned than this arm. Why is this arm, arm not as toned? Okay. Anyway, sorry, guys. Um, give me a follow at Just Plain Zach if you want to keep up with me and all of my holiday shenanigans this weekend. If you want to keep up with just the latest reality TVT, follow at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. You can always join our private Facebook group where we all chat about different things, uh, talk about episodes, news that we see, all that fun stuff. Go to YouTube.com. Or sorry, Facebook and join the, the link is in the description below all the links are in the in the description below i've already started drinking all right i love you i appreciate you have a wonderful merry merry christmas it's the holiday season what do i want for christmas just you all right love you appreciate you talk to you soon guys good night